Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you? Hi, howdy, hey. It's your boys, me, Lonnie, him, Dylan. How you doing, Dylan? Friggin' fantastic, mate. How may you sound? I'm not so bad, actually. Um, we're doing a podcast called I Miss You Man right now. Are we doing anything special, though? Well, I think so, because this is part of our mega-series on the channel called The Christina Chronicles, where we watch every single film in our favourite actor, Christina Ricci's filmography. That's right, Dylan. As we've said, there have been some massive highs, some deep, deep lows, lots of in-the-middles. Lots of middling middles, yeah. <laughs> oh, indeed. Uh, this time, we've got some returning players from the Chronicles for a film called I Love Your Work, co-written and directed by Adam Goldberg, who we saw in All Over the Guy. Um, Good movie. Yeah, one of the top of the middles, probably. If we want to... Upper echelon. Yeah. Upper, upper echelon, yeah, I would, I'd put it above middle. Yeah, okay. Um, so that was a couple of years ago in the Chronicles. I know Adam Goldberg's been in plenty of things outside of the Chronicles as well. Um, here, Dylan, what do we have? What sort of movie well, is this? What happens? <laughs> well, first of all, actually, happens? maybe... Maybe. I sure. totally forgot this. We often talk about how we get into the films, how we find them. And <laughs> we went to the most well-known, well-liked streaming service of them all, a little guy called Plex, didn't we? I was perplexed when we Googled <laughs> this movie because usually it shows you all the streaming options, if there are any. Mm. We're lucky if we get one. Any time we mm-hmm. look up Christina. Yeah. We looked this up and said, streaming on Plex. And we're like, what the fuck is Plex? Never heard of that. <laughs> Apparently it's like, it's kind of like normal free-to-air TV, I guess. Yeah, and a lot of fil- films on there that I think are either free to have on a streaming service or very cheap. <laughs> Things that you don't see anywhere else, pretty much. Hence, I love your work. The ones that, yeah, don't have as much value, potentially, to a Netflix or to a Stan. And a lot of forgotten gems. Yeah, no, some good stuff was on there. I'd look at. Some stuff I'd watch, I think. Yeah, I had a quick browse. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like kind of like I said this to you, SBS On Demand, that app. Yeah, all the sort of other stuff. And it's, it's free to use, but they're ads. But that's fine. It wasn't obnoxious. It's, as I said, it was basically like just watching a movie on free to air. And it actually did, like, the ads yeah. loaded well and it was quite easy to use. Yeah. I, uh, I gave Plex two thumbs up, I think, actually. <laughs> I'm a fan of Plex, exactly. 
um, back to the movie. Sorry, I, I interrupted. You're about to tell us all about it and tell us all your thoughts and explain it all to me. Well, it stars Giovanni Ribisi, the, the criminally underrated Giovanni Ribisi, if I may say. Mm-hmm. He plays... Okay, we'll get into it. <laughs> he play, plays an up-and-coming actor in Hollywood called uh, Gray Evan, is it? Mm. Or Evan Gray? Gray yeah. was his first name, I think. Yeah, Gray Evans, is mm. it? That's it, I think, yeah. And basically just showing what it's like to be famous and have fame thrown upon you and how it can be very difficult to deal with and apparently you can lose your mind because it turns into a bit of a psychological thriller at the end a little bit. Yeah, he he doesn't go well with his um newfound fame, does he? No, not in the slightest. No, it gets pretty weird. Um, <laughs> now, I don't mind Giovanni Ribisi. I've seen a few things. Avatar is the you know, his big ticket item. He's one of the annoying... Um, general people who's like working for the government or whatever in that do I remember that I haven't seen that no I think I saw Avatar once in 3D (laughs) okay the only thing that stuck with me is that they had sex by getting their ponytails together didn't like that that was weird (laughs) he's in that and he's a character actor and other things too Um, he's on Friends mate he's on Friends he's Phoebe's brother Frank Jr okay Um, (laughs) I'm gonna say it Dylan terribly miscast here I thought he was really good, actually. No, well, I did not. Why do you think? I didn't buy for what? one second that he was a famous actor that people were enthralled by. This guy's not getting stalkers. Sorry. Oh, no. That's a bit rough. I mean, looks-wise, maybe. I can see where you're coming from a little bit. But acting-wise, you know, comes across as uh, an actor, kind of like a one that keeps to himself a lot, a bit of a shy man in public, but an artiste down... Down deep. Well, I could buy that he was a photographer and that he was creepy and all those aspects. <laughs> but the fact that he's somebody that people be writing stories about and be interested in in Hollywood gossip rags, I guess he's married to a, another actor, so maybe in that sense. But I just didn't buy it, unfortunately. And that was kind of the core of the movies. This guy's being being stalked and then becomes a stalker. I didn't buy it. Mm, okay, well. We're on opposing sides of the fence on this one, because I did buy it very much. Okay, well, there you go. Um, mentioned all over the guy earlier, did you spot the little cameo from Dan uh, Bukatinsky? Yeah, he was, he was the director in whatever film he was working on at the time. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I like that. Oh, it's good stuff, mate. Love seeing it. And obviously we've got um, Christina here. She's elusive, isn't she? She's a dream. She was. Well, I, I was worried because she comes in right at the start, but it is a dream. And I was like, and then she doesn't show up for another half hour or so. And I was like, mm. oh, no, we're back in Cameo County. <laughs> but no, he's, he's, she's kind of, she plays the one that got away. Mm. That haunts him a little bit throughout the film. Yeah. And then he's losing his grip on reality. And so she comes back to him. He sees her and he plays out scenes from them, but also potentially there are scenes from movies as well that he's watching or being part of or are from the future. I, I lost my grip on reality too watching this a bit, Dylan. I wasn't <laughs> sure what was true and what wasn't. Look, I I liked the first half of it. I was pretty engaged with the first half, mm-hmm. where it's just an actor struggling with fame and basically the bad side of it, mm. like tabloid headlines, being recognised in public. Yeah. 
people come up to you in the club and acting like dickheads to you, you know, those yeah. kinds of things. Yeah, yeah. But the back half where he just loses his mind and, as we said, becomes a stalker to what he thought was his stalkers originally. Yeah. So Very odd turn. <laughs> I didn't mind. I, I agree with you. I think the first half was, was better, but I liked the potential of that development that he sort of starts stalking this guy, enters in a sort of a three-way love triangle sort of thing with a fan of his, but it wasn't very yeah. well developed, I don't think. No, no, because um, the girlfriend of one of his fans kind of reminds him of Christina. Yeah. Who used to be his girlfriend before he became famous. Yeah, and so he he happens to stumble upon this fan um, played by Joshua Jackson, Pacey from Dawson's Creek back in the day. Um, nothing to Sorry. you. No, that's all I know him from. I, Dawson's I, I, Creek. I never saw Dawson's Creek. But I know it was a thing. My sister watched it. Okay. He's older than me. Well, he's he's alright. Um, so he's like working at this at this bloody DVD store, and he, he rental place perhaps, and he they they passed across, and so he's thinking maybe he's my stalker, but also maybe it's just a coincidence that we keep running into each other, and that he wrote me a letter. But then he wants to keep him around, but does he want to keep him around because he's into his girlfriend? But then the filmmaker himself, like they, they get to not drop off to like work on a movie with him and they sort of become friends. And he's sort of like, well, is he giving up his girlfriend to advance his own career? That, that's interesting. I don't think it was developed enough, but no, that's a no, cool concept. Definitely not. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'll see you coming from there. Mm. Now, what was your take on, on Franco Patente as uh, Giovanni's wife? Yeah, she was pretty good. She was all right. I mean, she wasn't too enthralling, but I didn't mind the scene uh, where she was drunk on vodka. They start confronting each other when they're both drunk. Mm. I thought that was pretty good. She's being passive-aggressive to him, saying that he's, only, he's hardly ever happy, and he's mm. only happy now because... She's unhappy. Mm. It's a pretty well acted scene, but apart from that, yeah. There was a nice scene with her and Vince Vaughn, who's in this. <laughs> He's in it for a bit for some reason. Why yeah, not? Jason Lee turns up as well at one stage. Yeah, I love Jason Lee. I'll take him in anything I see him in. And, and Dylan, what's yeah. with Elvis Costello in the Christina Chronicles? <laughs> I, never, I didn't think we were going to see him twice. That's right. Yeah, was he in 200 Cigarettes? Uh-huh. Wasn't he? he sure was. Yeah. And wasn't part of the Chronicles, but he's also in Austin Powers. Um, that's why he shagged me. There you go. Yo, I miss you, man, mascot, Elvis Costello. <laughs> He'll turn Come up when you least suspect him. <laughs> Apparently. Um, yeah, overall, I, I think it was just a bit of a slog, this. I, I was sort of, I think I got the message about halfway through, and it kept going a bit. Um <laughs> And you're never quite sure what's real. And then so after a while, I'm like, well, if I don't know what's real and he doesn't know what's real, why am I caring? What's the point? Yeah. I feel like it was a short film stretched into a feature length. I think it would have really worked better as a yeah. short film just about the bad side of fame yeah. and how you struggle to handle it. Yeah, I feel that. Because there's just wasted scenes because there's mm. this one part where he he's had a confrontation with Jason Lee. He punches him because he thought he was going to shoot him, but turns out he just wanted him to sign Catcher in the Rye, which is creepy and weird. Yeah, but that's what John Lennon's 
killer did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On the nose come a bit, on. but yeah. yeah. Yeah, come on. And apparently once that's all sorted, he just goes outside to sit on a bench and Jason Lee walks up to him with a gun and starts acting like a crazy stalker, but it's not real. Mm. And that's like, that's like 10 minutes of just wasted time. Like, what's the point of that if it's not real? Yeah, and that was quite compelling in that scene, but then it wasn't real. Yeah, like, especially. Oh, all right, cool. Yeah, but the stakes were up in a bit, but no, he was just imagining him. So, mm. okay. Yeah. I also sure. think that, like, people who make movies think that the people who make movies are really interesting. It's like, maybe sometimes make a movie about a regular person, you know? Just a normie. Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? But I get it. <laughs> well, like you the, want a normie movie. Well, the downside yeah. of fame is an interesting concept, but also, like, I don't know, how many times can we make movies about movie making and whatnot, you know? Okay, now I'll see where you come from. You think mm. it's been done to death a bit, do you? A bit, mate. A bit. And okay. if you're going to give me a Christina movie, I want some more Christina. She was good in this, but she probably shot all the stuff in a day or two, right? Yeah, definitely. Probably between shoots of uh, Monster, maybe. Oh, we're looking forward to that one, aren't we? It's coming right up. Mate, the big Oscar one. Finally. Goodness. Wow, it's been a while coming. Anyway, this movie still, I guess. Um, I've got Um, some reviews if you want them. Yeah, sure. Go on. So we've got Nick Shager for Slant. Okay, he said... Yeah. Bit of a long quote, I'll I'll break it up for you though. What's lacking is a reason to care about Rabisi's miserable matinee idol, an egotistical, soused cipher whose easily rectified dilemma, how about quitting acting, radiates an insufferable stench of woe-is-me self-pity. Thoughts? Bloody harsh, isn't it? It is a bit... It is a little bit poor, poor, pitiful me, isn't it? Oh, no, I'm, fa- I'm rich and famous. I'm an up-and-coming actor. I'm going to be who? And I think the way to, I, I get that. to make that more interesting is to have an actual stalker, right? But the film doesn't really want to want to engage with that properly. No, no, not really. It'll make them dangerous. Like, mm. we, it was alluded to, but didn't follow through on. Another long quote here. And a bit rough again, so if you love this <laughs> movie, maybe just stop listening. Look, it got, got 22% of Rotten Tomatoes. It's to be expected. Because I to say, I love your work, persistently strives to convey the darker side of the spotlight. A life defined by tabloid mangled relationships, substance abuse, yes men, and a general lack of purpose or direction. But since such pitfalls are readily apparent to anyone who spent time in our Access Hollywood and Us Weekly saturated culture, the celebrity's most trivial personal problems are poured over with relentless fascination. The film finds itself with nothing original to say about the superstar's plight. When Ricci's dream girl, finally fed up with Grey's insanity, chastises him with, you're obvious. It's a sentiment also applicable to the film itself. Poetic. Poetic. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. 
What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Now, I've got another quote here, which is pretty funny, from another, from another review. From Roger um, Ebert. My Roger didn't, didn't watch this. Or didn't care enough to write about it. <laughs> well, let's say the first one. <laughs> but Tom McCarthy has seen a few times. Um, I think this did pretty well on the, on the festival circuit, and Tom McCarthy seems to be doing a lot of those festivals. I'm not sure if Roger did as much as that. He was doing more the commercial release ones. I don't sure. Know. Sure. I don't know. So, I'd, I'd include this, right? Tom McCarthy <laughs> says, what do the 24 individuals who have the word producer attached to their names on I love your work actually do? Did the consulting producers consult with the other producers or only with each other or without one another? Were the associate producers, as Billy Wilder once remarked, the only ones willing to associate with the producers? Are there now two dozen people running around Hollywood claiming they produced a hot film festival entry starring Giovanni Ribisi and Christina Ricci? All these questions, if not the answers, are more intriguing than what most of what happens on screen in this wallow in Hollywood hipster self-absorption. Name talent may attract some distributed nibbles, but interest among paying audiences will be scant. Yeah, ruthless. Is he saying there's too many producers? Is that his issue? Well, too many producers and not much of a result, I suppose. <laughs> wow. Okay. Also, He's got some choice words about Goldberg. He said, The outcome could have perhaps been more tolerable if Goldberg had any sense of humour or perspective about what ails the young and rich and famous. But Helmer presents his central character as the victim of some ver rarefied illness that unfortunately comes with the territory. If your face suddenly becomes recognisable to the public, he seems to suggest you lose your immunity. Again, just quit acting. If you don't like acting, I guess it's not. <laughs> yeah, no, fair point. Um, found some other reviews on Letterboxd from, from the masses, from the unwashed public Dylan, oh, like okay. you and me. Oh, all right. Don't throw us in there. <laughs> we'll shower every day at 5.30. Thank you. If you need it or not. <laughs> Excuse you. You need to shower every day. Lanzo says, two stars. The poster for this movie suggests a quirky black comedy starring Tiny Man Grib. <laughs> <laughs> As an almost famous Hollywood actor secretly hiding a second job as a hitman assassinating his fellow thespians due to his desperate need to become the biggest name in the movie business. This young rising star will stop at nothing to get that dang best, doctor, best actor Oscar. Even if it means he's the only candidate left standing, the red carpet ain't red for nothing. Why didn't I get that movie? That's not a bad concept actually. Definitely calling Giovanni Ribisi Tiny Man Grib from now on. <laughs> um, and another review, one and a half stars, which is, if you're getting something one star, you're really giving it zero stars, aren't you, usually? Well, maybe maybe you're giving it, I don't know, maybe maybe the gentleman's zero was a half star, I should say. I saw it on Twitter recently. <laughs> Just let me talk okay. through it. No, it's all right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> 
know what to say. I mean, has anything ever received zero stars? I don't think you can, because that would mean it is mm. nothing and doesn't yeah. exist. Okay, this review by Adhita says one and a half stars. Promising... I've seen. Hold on, I've seen things get half a star. Yeah, half a star. Is that's probably the, that's zero. the gentleman zero. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think Ghost Rider got that in like Ooh. Sydney Morning Herald when it first came Ooh. in. Pretty rough, eh? It's all right. I've never seen it. Maybe it's valid. I don't know. You never seen Ghost Rider? I've never seen Ghost Rider. Starring Nicolas Cage. I haven't seen many Nick Cage movies actually. He's kind of passed me by. National Treasure? No. Oh, come off it. You I, haven't seen National I just Treasure? haven't done that. I didn't mean not to, but it just worked out that way. You haven't seen Con Air? I think I saw it when I was little and I was too young to really understand what was going on. I probably shouldn't have watching it in hindsight. So good. Goodness me. What's, what's happened here? Hey, okay. That's something. That's one of his best. Yeah. I'd be keen to go look at that one thing, maybe. Anyway, this review says <laughs> Promising cast, interesting premise, 106 minutes, I got nothing and felt felt nothing. So disappointing. Sorry, Adam Goldberg. I love you as an actor, but I don't love your work here. Oh. You gotta love it when they, they use the title of the movie, you know. I oh, know, they teased it in this, in one scene. Yeah. They said, I love you in this movie. I was like, oh, you're so close. <laughs> You're so close to getting just an automatic extra half star. Right. For saying the yeah. title of the movie in it. But they didn't. Now, should we talk about your wrongness? So, there's a, at one point, about 43 minutes in, there's a cameo by Ruby Rose. There's not. In this movie. <laughs> just one of isn't. Earliest... I'm sorry. I was trying to be nice to them, but there isn't. Okay. It's a hundred percent Ruby Rose. Why would she? She was like seventeen and still in Australia. Why was she doing a movie in in Hollywood? Then sorry, she can't travel. Excuse you. Why is it noted anywhere? Why are they keeping it a secret? Because because she was an extra. She didn't have any lines. She was there for two seconds. But a hundred percent, it was Ruby Rose in the elevator. She was handling the elevator for the people. Other people can have her features. They could have the short hair and. No, it's just no. not her. I'm, I'm afraid. It's it was Ruby Rose. It a hundred percent was. She you didn't go back and watch it. I did. That is her, definitely. <laughs> I think you're mistaken, Dylan. I am going after this episode onto IMDb trivia. There's no trivia for this movie. I'm going to be the first one. It's, it's an wrong. undocumented, no. an undocumented start <laughs> to true. Ruby Rose's film career, and you. Are calling it wrong when it's not. It's her. She was still in school <laughs> in Australia. No. I don't think no, she was. She's a... had a... No. She's on a trip. She's on a trip to America. They saw her. She was like, hey, want to be an extra in this movie? In she goes. It's Ruby Rose. She's got a very well documented life, Dylan. I think this would have come up at some point. Not, not documented well enough, it seems, Lonnie. When right. was this? 2003? Yeah. She would have still been at school. Just about. No, when did they... No, we need to dig deeper. When was this filmed? Because this was filmed during school holidays. <laughs> then she could have been there. Alright, well, it's going to be the well, first the question person... we ask Adam Goldberg when he's on the, the only... Exactly. Or Ruby Rose. I'd rather Ruby Rose. Come on. <laughs> we can get her on the pod. 
I'm asking her straight. I'm like, Ruby, what was it like having a little, little, little small little bit part? You know, I love your work. 2003. What was Adam Goldberg like? And she'd be like, he's funny. He's a cool guy. Not true. That's some interesting writing. There's someone else out there who was, he was in the elevator, Dylan, and you're neglecting them. You're negating their experiences. If you're listening to this podcast and you were the person in the elevator in that scene, <laughs> let us know, okay? Yeah, we're keen to have you on the podcast, Ruby. I'm very excited. It's not true, Dylan. Why'd you leave Batwoman after one season? I want to get into it. I don't know about that, hey? They seem to say that she left on good terms, but then maybe it wasn't good terms. I don't know. It's very odd. Mm. I want want to clear some stuff up there. But mainly the thing about I love your work, right? Oh, that's the first question out my mouth. As soon as she gets on. I won't even ask her how she is. I'm getting straight into it. Right. I want confirmation that you're wrong. Okay. Well, it's not coming, so I don't know what to say. Everyone, it's on Plex. About 43 minutes in. The elevator worker, I'm just saying. It's Ruby Rose. You can't tell There's me nothing to stop you watching it yourself on Plex. That's true. That's exactly right. Confirm how right I am. Yeah. I'm not saying the person doesn't look like her. I'm saying it's not her. Okay? Just to be clear. It's Ruby Rose. Well, we'll see. Okay. We won't. We'll never have confirmation. I'm sad. Because I know I'm right. We won't have confirmation because you're wrong, I'm afraid. <laughs> Is this it? Is this the argument that ends the pod? <laughs> I won't end the pod over this, but I'll think about it. Yeah, I agree and disagree on this point, perhaps. Evidently. Evidently. Anything else you want to say about Love Your Work? It's alright. It's it's free, so give it a watch if you really like Giovanni Ribisi. Yeah, that's true. You're not, not having to shell out $5 on YouTube. You're not having to go to a dodgy website like previously we've had to, so, you know. Allegedly. 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 Can't prove anything. No. Why would you want to? Yeah. Uh, as we said, Monster coming up next, so looking forward to that. Been looking forward to it for a while. I hope yeah. it's good. Gotta be. I think good. we may have built it up too much, but, you know. but. Christina, Charlize, come mm. on. Oscar noms as well. So like, yeah. Mm. Oscar no, wins. Very keen. I believe. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, Christina. I want to go back to you being the star. Cameo County isn't the greatest. Yeah, you you moved out of this town a while ago. Christina, yeah. don't go back. Don't go back. <laughs> don't they want you? No. I mean, they want they you, don't but need you. they don't need you. Yeah. You don't need them. Yeah, more to the point. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, thanks for joining us on this journey. 31st time we've been in into the Christina Chronicles. We've got a main show as well, which we've looked into things that are usually not related to Christina Ricci, but sometimes they are. Sometimes he comes up. Mm. All the time. <laughs> Are we on the socials anywhere, Dylan? Yeah, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The big oh, yeah. three. Every podcast app you can imagine, for mm-hmm. sure. You can tell your friends about us, too. It's not illegal to do that yet. So, If you want. If you want. If yeah. you feel so inclined. Yeah, please do. If you want. 
We're begging you, please. If you want. Yeah, it's up to you. Uh, thanks, Mark, for the theme song, as always. Mark the man. Mark um, the man. And I guess until next time, I'm going to say, I miss you, Christina. I miss you, Ruby. She wasn't in it, no one was saying. She was. She was. Okay. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.